G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Oh, and it is fantastic to have you covered here on the driver's seat. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. And we're in this really weird part of the year because... It's the halfway mark, and uh, now we were actually going to do one of those like mid-season report cards like mm. we always do, weren't we, fellas? We were, but I, weren't we going to change it this year instead of doing driver, we were going to do teams? Yeah, we were going to go by teams, but yeah. then, so Steve goes and asked me last week, he's just like, how come we didn't do it? I'm like, well, because we haven't gone through half the season yet. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're in state of origin period of time, so that's all, that's all the focus of sport in the nation right now is state of origin and rugby league, so... And, you know? Exactly. So, But here's the thing. We are ripping through this year, and Gen 3 is on the horizon. There's lots of stuff happening. There's still so much to go through this season, and Darwin is but a scant few weeks away. In fact, it's 10 days next away. Week. Yeah, next mm. week, which next is going to sneak up on us. But uh, that's why we thought we'll get in for our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters, Ask Mechanical Ryko Filters. Someone who's had a, well, it's been in the coalface. First, the, the first team owner that we've had on the show in 2022. So please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Matt Stone from Matt Stone Racing. Hey guys, great to be back on board. Thank you, mate. And welcome. And I tell you what, we we made a, we sat down at the start of the year, Matty, and we went, you know what, until we can get some real clarity and some honest answers from a team owner, we're not going to have anyone on. And you are our first now because we know that you are going to give us clear, oh, no pressure. concise, <laughs> honest answers, not the political bulltish that we hear from everybody else. Uh, so we're going to hit you up on that. But first, mate, right off the bat, I want to kick off uh, our chat with one of the things that you've been or you're going to be doing coming up on the June 19, the walk for him in uh, – in raising some funds for the Prostate Cancer Foundation of oh, Australia. Oh, yeah, that's next and week, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to kick it off straight off the bat because it is is all the stuff that we talk about in supercars and Gen 3 and teams and drives. And all, it's all kind of waffle and rubbish. This stuff is men's health. It is serious, and so it needs to kick it off, mate. And congrats from everyone here, mate, because that uh, that's going to be a ripper. 49,000 steps during Men's Health Week. What a cracker. Yeah, look, it's a it's a great initiative brought in by um, you know a few, few few people within the team and um, and JLB. You know, he's really pioneered this cause and got behind it and um, and got everyone in the team on board for it. Um, I mean, forty nine thousand steps. Uh, it's nothing in a standard work work week work work week at the workshop. The way we push the boys to <laughs> you know to perform at their best. But um, but uh, yeah, next week everyone's got a couple of days off and then we're off to Darwin, so they'll have to. Uh, have to keep active on their days off and make sure they get their steps up and and then hit those targets. Mate, I, knowing uh, knowing you guys and especially your family for a long time, um, I reckon your old man would do forty nine thousand steps a day. 
I reckon he'd, he'd nail oh, it, no I problem mean, at all. You wouldn't be able to put a tracker on him at a break. <laughs> <laughs> you try a step tracker on him, it'll burn out by lunchtime. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, mate, I'll, I'll push on to, to racing now. Um, you've obviously started the year, you've got a whole new lineup, you know, a new look with Truck Assist uh, racing or under the banner of Truck Assist. Um, you know, I guess the, the big news for me was Todd Hazelwood coming back to you guys. You know, obviously he had a lot of success with you guys, won the Super 2 Championship um, with you guys as well um, back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, was there was there a bit of benefit for both you and Todd for having that time apart? Absolutely. Like, I think, you know, we were a fresh team in, in, into the main game in 2018 and Todd was a fresh driver. Um, so, you know, you're sort of coming in without a, uh, without a worldly view, I guess is a way of putting it. So, you know, we needed as a team to, to go out and grow, and he as a driver, um, you know, needed to do the same. Um, but, you know, but we did come up together and through the Super mm-hmm. 2 and that, and, you know, we uh, never burned brig- bridges in motorsport, and, you know, we always left on amicable terms. And, you know, it was only a matter of time before, uh, you know, our paths crossed because we, we certainly... Um, you know, have the same views of, of family and motorsport, and um, and you know we, we want to go racing and we, and we want to push to our best. So it wasn't a big surprise that yep. you know as as time rolled around, we uh we we ended up back uh, back racing in the same team, um, and, and you know and then it's great to have the addition of JLB where you know we, we raced against him in Super Two, um, pushed hard against him, but but certainly had a lot of uh, a fierce competition and, and good respectful rivalry there. Um, so it's great to have those two boys back um, at the same sort of point in their career, um, pushing forward with with our team. Um, you know, at yep. a point where we're ready to to start pushing for some milestones. Well, um, obviously we've seen you guys really, you know, stepped up the the performance within the championship. You know, you guys are, you know, you're not just sort of teetering around that top 15 you guys are well inside the top 10 and you know obviously qualifying on front rows and that sort of stuff just just quickly going back what's the biggest difference you've seen between when as you know noted you guys both you and Todd were fresh into the main game when you took that big step from super two what's the big difference you've seen in in Todd from when he left you guys to coming back now Oh, I think it's um, it's pretty pretty clear to say it's just a maturity thing, you know. Both the team and Todd have matured, um, which unfortunately is something that just comes with time. There's no shortcuts in in that avenue, um, and, and certainly, you know, he he's grown. You know, his time at uh, Brad Jones Racing certainly helped him helped him grow as a driver. Um, you know, we saw he saw his career best qualifying uh, at Townsville last year, something we want to obviously match um, and go on further with the. The race results as soon as we can put it together so um but yeah certainly just the maturity at a, at a level that um yeah that comes from more time in the sport and and you know a few more years under the under the um under the belt under the helmet maddie last year you, you gave us uh one of our highlights i reckon um on the driver's seat when i spoke to you about gen 3 because we've been super openly critical about gen 3 and going to be introduced halfway through last year and then got postponed to next year or this year. What, what, we, we just pushed it. And we, I remember speaking to you and saying, hey, what's going to happen? Can we see it happening? And you were flat out the first honest answers we'd had from a team owner. It was just no gilding. It was absolutely straight out honest. We, we come down a little bit further down the track now. I still have questions. And I note that you've been in the media in the last week, again, which I love about you, being openly critical about where we're at, the costs, how long it's going to take to build, 
when you're going to build it, all that kind of stuff. Give us your take on it uh, because it, to me, it is just it's getting closer and closer to having the world's biggest shunt um, and not being able to get ready or at least putting you guys under incredible pressure. Is it at, at that stage yet or is it getting close to that? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I, my views haven't really changed a great deal um, because I always looked at it from the beginning and, and thought, you know, I've been around this sport since I was a kid and, and I've never been involved in a new mark, a new uh, new generation coming in as a team owner, but I've certainly been involved in plenty in other parts within the team. And, and, and you know, I've never once seen them get it without it being a big pressure point on all the teams. And, you know, like we're, we're, those of us in motorsport, um, you know, we all know that there's times when you've just got to get the job done. And, and it's obviously the, the project's been delayed and it's had, you know, a lot of controversy and a lot going on. But um, I, I'm, I'm positive and confident, um, unlike last time. Uh, this time I am <laughs> co- positive and confident that we will race the cars next year, mm-hmm. uh, purely because we have to. Um, yeah, there is no <laughs> avenue I see where we can delay this any further. Um, you know, supercars are pushing hard, but, you know, the, the, the project's not where anyone, I think, would like it to be in terms of completeness because, you know, with COVID and, and now the international uh, supply chain issues, you know, it's been an uphill battle. Um, but I think everyone's just bracing for what's going to be a, a push to the finish like no one's ever seen before. Mm. Uh, those are short memory anyway, because if you look back to co- Car of the Future and before that, the FGs and all the cars that are, have come in before, they've always been huge projects and they've always been done at the 11th hour. Mm. Um and I, I just can't see any real work that's been done to prevent that this time. Um, so, you know, there's no reason I would suspect that it wouldn't be exactly like every other time in being a, an 11th hour crunch. Um, but in saying that, that's, that's part of motorsport. And, you know, I know that we'll, we'll make it happen um, because we've got some, you know, some really passionate people in the industry that'll, that'll push like nothing else to make sure it happens. And Matty, what's it going to cost? And what was it originally sold to you guys as going to what it's going to cost, and what is it now genuinely going to end up being? Well, I mean, the arm and the leg that we thought it was going to cost, we might have to get rid of the other arm as well. But um, <laughs> no, look, I, I think for me, when, when I look at the the Gen Three project, I think there was three pillars of of what it stood for. Um, one of them was, you know, they wanted it to be. Modernised, you know, the new look, the Camaro, the Mustang, as opposed to the, the Commodore and Falcon or, or the, the current half a Mustang. Um, uh, you know, so the, the look and feel of it, um, I think, you know, there's no, no question that these new uh, prototypes and the new Gen 3 cars have, have ticked the box of look and feel. You know, they've, they've taken a step forward in terms of, of body shape. So, you know, that's, that's one out of three points from my point of view where they've achieved it. Um, the second... Big one, um, the controversial one was, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cost saving, and and I just don't see, I don't see enough. I never, never from the beginning saw enough changing for it to be cheaper. You can't just say, you just want, you can't will it to be more cost effective without actually changing what the product is, and and you know, and I think that's what they realised. Well, looking from the outside, um, I think it's people have realized through this project that the only way to cut costs is to cut a lot of the things that make it a supercar. So it was never going to be any cheaper. Mm. So, you know, on the cost saving initiative, I think it's a, it's a big failure. So that's mm-hmm. one, one win, one failure. And then, you know, the, the third one, the third pillar of gen three, which I believe it should be judged on whether it's a success or a failure 
is the racing. You know, the the one thing that is yet it's still a little bit unknown, but all, all things point to a win. Is that these cars should be more competitive racing, you know, better aerodynamic balance, so that the guys can race harder and you know closer together and, and put on a much better show. Um, you know, to me, if that's a success, then the project's a success, regardless of the the cost blowout. Because, you know, I guess we never expected it to be cheaper, despite what it was said. So if they never said it was meant to be cheaper, then they'd be right on track. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But um, but looking, I, I guess when you another win for us is is, and I think you would agree is is some of the technical aspect of it we don't agree with, but mm. some of it they actually finally listened to the drivers and the fans regarding you know the paddle shift and and, and actually having a a proper gear lever back in it. So I mean, I guess. In that regard, it's great, but you know, there's still a lot of questions to be answered with um, with what you literally just spoke about then. But um, I want to actually talk about uh, Super Two as well for the moment because you've had some really great success in there, which we touched on earlier with yep. with Toddy Hazelwood. Um, you know, this year we've seen obviously Aaron Seaton join the team for another year. We've also got well, you've also got Roel Harris on board, who's made the jump. Um, from obviously the Super Ute racing and everything else that he's been been running, touring car masters and that so and so forth, I think um, you know that that's a hell of a team, but you're still you're not quite you know getting the results that I think that you guys are capable of in 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 that area. Is there is there a reason for that, or are you still just trying to build those two? I mean, Ryle's still you know Aaron's even got a lot more experience than Ryle in in. In, I guess supercars, touring cars, yeah. but yep. but he's much younger. So, is that just a mixture of both of them just trying to find their feet more? Yeah, and I think it's also a rebuilding phase for the team. You know, like we we were very, um, yeah, you know, we're at the top of our game in in 2017 in Super Two, um, and, and you know that was on the back of uh, you know a, a lot of years building up to that. And um, you know, the last few years, certainly our focus was establishing ourselves in, in the, the top tier, you know, in supercar series. Um, and, and, you know, only just in 2021, we, we decided to, you know, Super 2 is where it's our roots and it's very important to us. And, and you know, we sort of decided to get back in to Super 2 um, with Aaron Seaton. And, 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 you know, in the mix of the, the pandemic, that was very difficult with endlessly uh, changing um, calendars and, and circumstances. Um, thankfully, all that's behind us now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so this year is really our first full-time year back committing to to making um super two to growing that program again so you know we've got some new people on board in the team um obviously ryle jumping into you know quite a different car than, than what he's been driving the last few years so it, it's very much a building year um you know we're, we're aware that next year you know our current main game cars which we're you know we're pretty happy with where we're at with them you know they drop down into super two and you know giving us uh the you know, the latest and greatest um, available technology in Super 2 for next year. And, and certainly, um, you know, this year is all about building up to to maximising and having a good run next year for the title. It's it's funny you do mention that, you know, like the, the sort of synergy between Super 2 and the main game, because currently right now, like obviously, and no disrespect to, to Jake or Zane when you had them in the team um, last year, but uh, when you sort of see guys like Jack LeBrock and Todd Hazelwood that, yes, are still relatively new to the category, but like, like Maddie and Steve sort of said, 
you see him now qualifying in the front row. I mean, there's been multiple times in multiple rounds this year where you guys have actually been the lead laps. And because you've had such big swings at these things that uh, you've got to, uh, you got to agree that like Todd and JLB picked up these skills from when they were in super two. So it's a sort of good theory you guys have got. Absolutely. And look, we've always been, you know, we as a team came from super two and graduated to the main game and, you know, we don't, I don't see any drivers coming up from in, into the main game from any other avenue. Like, to me, that is the, the true importance of Super 2. Um, and, you know, uh, the next team that, you know, if, if, if it was a possibility for another team to step up, I, I believe, you know, there's a couple of good Super 2 teams that would be, like we did, capable of making the jump, in, 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 you know, should the opportunity arise. It's, it's uh, such an important category, and, and um, I think it's good that supercars, you know, do what they can to to push and promote Super 2 to, to keep it alive and well. And, and you know, for us, it's, that's our motivation for being involved is it is so important to the up-and-coming, not just drivers, not just teams, but even your engineers and your, your mechanics and all your personnel. You know, it's the breeding ground of, of, of our industry and it's, it's got to be, um, you know, it's got to really be pushed, I believe. Yeah, and, uh, well, fingers crossed that especially now that there's going to be a fair few Gen 2 Mustangs and ZB Commodores floating around a bit, that there might be a few more teams wanting to get involved. But, uh, Matty, you've been incredibly generous with your time this evening here on the driver's seat, mate. Uh, enjoy the brief break that you have before you head to Darwin that involves you walk you and the entire team walking 49,000 steps during uh, next week. So if you do want to donate, you can go to walkforhim.org.au forward slash fundraisers forward slash Matt Stone Racing. But uh, Matty Stone, thanks for joining us again on the driver's seat and go well in Darwin. No worries. Thank you very much and anytime. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat. And as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. And you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available in the app store. Fair bit going on in the paddock at the moment in terms of engineering movements because mm. uh, Walk and Train Dreddy United have parted ways with uh, Jeffrey Slater, who is uh, Nick Perkat's engineer. See ya, mate. And... and <laughs> <laughs> and um, in in something you got a DCM Nimsy, you got a DCM oh. from Ryan and don't the boys. Come don't come Monday. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, for uh, for car number two, they have got a hell of a shot in the arm because the person that will be jumping in to engineer Nick Perkat now is the one and only Grant Chippy McPherson. And um, McMcCo. I, I was hoping you wouldn't get that, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> McPherson. McPherson. Into the wall for Matt McKeldin. <laughs> Into the wall for Nims Azul. <laughs> but you yeah. sound a bit Sean Connery. But McPherson. <laughs> oh, Shippy McPherson. Shippy McPherson. He likes his shut up, sh- shake and nost. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but look, uh, you gotta, you got to admit, though, this has got to be a good thing for Nick Perkett because at the moment he's having an absolute shocker. Oh, look, I think even from a confidence point of view, Nimsy, um, yeah, he's having a shocker and... And I, I, Nick hasn't forgotten how to drive a car, obviously. So there'd be nothing worse at the... Remember at the start of the year, boys were going, oh, boy, how good is this? He's going to go across to WAU and really spank everybody and well, be and re- really be fantastic. And yet he's been much slower than his BJR cars. Well, so, do you remember when we were all... Like, we were actually... Like, in the first couple of shows where everyone was sort of texting in and sort of saying, oh, I reckon, like, Teams Championship this year... Like, mm. it's going to be Chaz and Nick. You've got two mm. drivers on the attack and, um, yeah, not so much. 
Yeah, hasn't hasn't proven to be that way. So I think um, I mean, look, Jeff Slater's no mug, right? He's 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 engineered some very very big names successfully. So he's no mug, and he hasn't forgotten how to engineer either. But for whatever reason, they've obviously had a disconnect there, and haven't been able to uh, to screw that thing together uh, to Nick's liking. Grant McPherson, obviously we know him from Triple Eight, uh, can do the job. He's he's going to do the job, I think, and good on Nick. And I think Nick needs it, Stevie J, because I think Nick's Nick's confidence has must have been taken has been taken a huge hit. He's been very quiet. Have you noticed? He's not coming out into the media at all. So I I, I think his confidence is down, um, and I think this is exactly what he needs, and I think it's exactly what. Uh, WA needs to do for Nick because Nick would be thinking, come on, boys, what's uh, yeah, give me boys something, and girls? What's, give me something. Well, yeah, there's obviously something that's not clicking there. Mm. Absolutely. And, um, you know, Jeff Slater's no slouch of mm. an engineer either, mm. but, you know, he, you know, obviously he's worked with and, and sort of on the side of DJR as well. Um, worked with Jonathan Webb when, when Webb was part of Dick Johnson Racing. Obviously, did a lot of that, uh, a lot of the engineering with um, Shane Van Gisbergen yeah, yeah. at uh, at Web. Uh, well, at Triple Eight, obviously, but, oh, but, sorry, but yes. at Techno, yes, uh, with a lot of those races. Mm. Um, I believe he was there actually when uh, when Will Davo was there and they won Bathurst. Right. So you know he he knows his stuff. Yeah, Slater's um, no mug. No, but whether he fits into the culture of WAU or not mm. um, is possibly a reason why. Maybe they, they might be using him as a scapegoat too. You know what I mean? Very, very likely. And with with uh, um, with Grant, he was their head of performance, I think. And so I think they're sort of bringing him. It's almost a demotion. I, was, well, I didn't want to say. <laughs> I didn't want to say exactly. Oh, well, it is. Put it out on this it, show again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. It, well, and then Chippy knows. I like. I, I rate. I rate Chippy yeah, very, very high. Smart guy. I always text him. Mm. Um, and but it is. It, and I'm not saying this. It's not a demotion. But it's required. I don't think it's a it's a targeted demotion for him. I no. think it's it's what's needed. Correct. To keep the team together and to keep Nick together and to keep the results together because it's almost like they're trying to save save the team in in a way that um you know to have your two drive you know you've got Shaz there and he's he's embedded and they've built that team around him Mm -hmm. um but Nick needs to perform you know they've got him there because they want two cars doing what Chaz has been doing with one car yes and well, they need to from a team's championship point of view. Absolutely, that hasn't and, been happening. And look, they got Nick. Nick was the prodigal son, at, essentially, at WAU. It didn't end well the first time. Now they've apparently kissed and all made up, and now they've gone back in again. And it feels like – and we don't know this internally, but from the outside, you'd have to think that, you know, there's been some fist slamming on, on debrief um, desks, you would have thought, because Nick hasn't forgotten how to drive a car. And he's getting flogged by his BJR guys. And WAU would have made some huge promises to get him back. And it's not not come to fruition. So I'm glad. We all they... know. We know that Nick can drive. We, we, he got great results at BJR. Yep. When, when things are built around him, mm. he's great. But, I mean, that's what gets me these days. You know, um, Chaz, I think, you know, has built the team around him in a way. But... I still think that Chaz is much mentally, much more mentally strong. Mm. I think, you know, guys like Nick, 
uh, a bit fragile in the in that regard. And if if everything's not exactly to their liking, then it's not like they throw the toys out of the cot, but they just don't perform. It, they don't feel comfortable. It rattles them a little bit. It rattles them yeah. a bit. Exactly like a, right. A balloon that's got just a little prick and, in the side. But the just, thing is, you know, guys like SVG, that, that sort of stuff doesn't rattle them. Doesn't rattle him. No. You know, so I just think sometimes, you know, as much as yeah, it could it could make the world a difference. And and Shippy is an amazing engineer. He's he's worked with some great guys, won championships, all that sort of thing. Mm. But come on, like I mean, get on with it. You're a driver. You you're meant to be able to be mentally tough. And mm. and and if you're not, go and see the bloody bloke that Cam Waters <laughs> has been seeing because it's been working for him. Yeah, yeah. You know but I mean? he, but here's the thing, right? When you've got Shippy McPherson in there, and you've got Nick Perkett and you've got that car that, let's be true, was was working better in the hands of Bryce Fullwood Bryce last Ford. year, quite frankly, there will be no excuses after this. No. There'll be no excuses after this. There will if have to be a marked on improvement both sides, now on both sides. Then I'd be opening that creaky door and well, after six months. Mate. Well, it, they've got to. They've got to do something. Would you, you know? flick Nick or would you flick McPherson? I'd flick Nick. Would you? Yep. Okay. Well, it, you, can't, you can't you can't keep going with guys that are proven in that area. Yeah. And then still blame those guys. Would the BJR car and the WAAU cars be that different that you go from Nick, who is occasional top ten, to the last three races in WA has been. Back row. Back row. Like, like literally, literally back row. But having said that, Chaz was back row too. Oh, 100%. Right. 100% so in Perth. They, a, they lot of a, shocker. a lot of it is... is Engineering. Is team and car. It has to be. Well, it has right. to be. Because Nick, we keep saying Nick hasn't forgotten no, how to drive. But the thing is, Chaz brings a result out of it. And Nick hasn't been doing the same as Chaz. I, I, don't, I don't expect Nick to be right next to Chaz or in front of him. Not year one. But, you know, if Chaz is wringing the neck out of it and he's just managed to drag a podium out of it, mm-hmm. I would expect Nick to be in the top eight. Oh, I think we all expect Nick to be in the top eight. But he's not He's not even close. He's no. not even top 16. No, no, no. But I, at this stage, I am going to say that it's been a, it's been an engineering yep. discrepancy because I think Nick's better than that. And I'm putting all my faith behind Nick and now Shippy. And I would expect after but, this and I, break. And I want to say, I want to, I want to clarify what I was saying. I agree with you 100 percent there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if the results continue for the rest of this year with Shippy there, yeah, then you can't just keep kicking engineers, engineers out, out of yeah. the door just to be, just because the results aren't there. And, and to finish off, that comes back to my point. Once you get Nick and Shippy together, there is now no excuse. Correct. If you can't drag that thing up the grid, that's why I said to you. At the end Nick's of the year. gone. Whoosh. Not Shippy. Who would you replace him with? Oh, Chet Johnson. <laughs> 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 well, they will be in Fords. They'll be in Fords. So. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. We better take a quick break here on the drive Sydney. 1360. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're really making friends this episode because coming up next, it's the Off the Track Update. And now, it's the driver's seat Off the Track Update. Thanks to Burson Auto Parts. Burson, we know auto parts. Yeah, they certainly do, and they've been doing it for over 50 years. Uh, It is our Off the Track Update, and uh, it's sort of turned into a bit of a crystal ball sort of scenario here because famously, we kicked it off with the news uh, last year that Nick Perkat will be leaving Brad Jones Racing and uh, we got a fair few people 
throw brickbats at one M. McKeldon with, but he's re-signed! G'day, <laughs> <laughs> Barry. Barry. Barry Bozo in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Barry, make it a, uh, an appearance. And as we said last week on the driver's seat, mm-hmm. um, well, I will give credit where credit is due, that uh, Triple Eight, we're going to announce who is going to be piloting the super cheap auto entry. For the Bathurst 1000. Notice how I did. <laughs> Carefully dancing around my words there. Yes. Uh, for the Repco Bathurst 1000. Uh, mm-hmm. It is going to be Craig Lance and Declan Fraser, which means the co-driver puzzle is now sort of finally getting into shape. And there's a lot of names that we managed to rubber stamp and give that a green light and say, this is locked in. There are a couple of ambers and yellows in there that say, look, we know where everyone's, we know where some people are going. And in the case of Cam Waters at Tickford Racing, he basically green lighted it himself. He did, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Yep. And we've got some just absolute solid stop signs there saying, whoa, 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 we don't know what the hell's going on here. So I thought we'd go through the list. Now, Red Bull and Paul Racing announced that Brock Feeney and Jamie Wincup are going to be teaming up together. That should be an interesting combo. Uh, SVG and Garth Tander, like you, like you guys have sort of said, GT's practically part of the Triple Eight furniture now. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to... Uh, Tickford Racing, they've got Moff, Zach Best, Zane Goddard, and Kurt Gostecki on their roster. Now, we've pretty much paired up Cam Waters with Moff. Who would you say goes with James Courtney? Um, I would say probably, I think you've put it down here on paper, and I think you've been pretty good there, mate. I reckon Zach Best will Zach go in Best. that car. Yeah. Um, I reckon Zane Goddard will go with Randall mm-hmm. and uh, the Kostecki boys. So I think you're spot on there, my friend. I think you've... I think you've uh, you've paired that up beautifully. At WAU, you've got Chaz and Luffy, would you say? No. No. You no because reckon? I believe I believe that Fabian has got a clause in his contract that mm. says he partners the higher placed driver in the championship. Driver. Yes. So unless something drastic happens between now and the mountain, that'll more than likely be So what, Nick wins every race. <laughs> 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 Oh. You see how I'm trying to be nice, Nimsy, and old brickbat over here. He's, he's, normally you're the brickbat. Oh, I know you got the cranky, but you got the he, taking the, the Hugo Boss cranky yeah, pants I'll on today. The G banger way too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we think that it's going to be Fabian mm. with uh, with Chazzy. Chazzy and the Luffinator with, uh, with Nick Perker. Nick. Um, I, I did forget to mention. So Shell V Power Racing's in Maroon Change with Anton and Tony Del Burrito and mm-hmm. uh, Will Davison and Alex Davison teaming up together once again. Uh, for yep. Erebus, it is Will Brown, Jack Perkins, Brady Kostecki, and David Russell together. Uh, when it comes to Team AT, now they're a little bit of an interesting one. Scotty Pye, uh, and I have I reckon that James Golding will team up with him and Frosty and Caruso will go together at the same time, but they're all on pretty much on the last legs of their contracts, aren't they, with this team? Oh, I think everybody is there, to be quite frank. Um and there's just stuff going on at Team 18. Like they've got a new crew chief, and there just is not enough. Um, it's a story for a different day, but there's just not enough people staying too long or you know, long enough in positions there, particularly from an engineering point of view. I don't know what goes on there, and, and I, I won't throw it to Stevie J because that puts him in a position where he doesn't. Well, he does want to say stuff, but he can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't know what happens at Team 18. There just seems to be inconsistencies all the time with those guys. And uh, as I said, I still think Winterbottom will retire at the end of this year, but we'll see what happens. Mm, there you go. Interesting. That's, that's a, that's... I, and by the way, I have no, I haven't spoken to him about it. I have no insight on that. No one's given me a little sneaky. I just got a feeling. 
in it's in the in the waters in the waters. And I hope the you cameras. haven't got waters. Not, not the, the Cameron. It's not the Camerons. No. <laughs> No. All right. Uh, so then we'll move on to uh, Cool Drive Racing. He's got uh, huh? Tim Squared with Slady and uh, T. Blanchard teaming Didn't up he together. He did well in the Formula Ford he did. at Winton. Yep. Timmy Blanchard. Anytime you're a junior burger in Formula Ford and you think, you know, I've got it here. Got I'm it. the next superstar. Just call me Michael. You Mr. get old mate Timmy B with the no hair, with the receding hairline. And, you know, I'll oh, smoke haven't, over his face. Haven't driven one of the canoes for about 10 years. And he just goes, right, And yeah. he comes in. Whole position, wins the race. Gives them a whack. What, yeah. Um, he, <laughs> got some work to do there, champ. He's That's built for speed. That's what he's built for. Start eating mm. your junior burgers with pickles, my friend. Mm. Whereas Stevie J and I are built for comfort, not necessarily speed. Uh, speaking of junior burgers, uh, it's a very inexperienced lineup at Penrite Racing. You got two Bathurst winners in David Reynolds and Lee Holdsworth. Uh, with mm-hmm. uh, David Reynolds teaming up with Matty Payne, who's pretty much going to be taking the seat of Lee Holdsworth next year, you'd assume. And uh, and uh, Matty Campbell. Imagine if they put him in with Lee Holdsworth. That's <laughs> awkward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you imagine that at the at the, at the seat fitting. What are you doing next year? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Just keep yeah. that mould over there, mate. Just keep that seat mould warm <laughs> no, over there. If, yeah, I'm going to need that fairly soon. No, I would have had to be like, can we just move this seat so I'm comfortable? You don't need it next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. Um, in terms of Brad Jones racing, Andre Heimgartner mm. teaming up with Dale Wood. Bryce Fullwood with Dean Fiore and Macaulay Jones and Jordan Boys. Jack Smith uh, teaming up with TBA. Um, hopefully TBA does well for him. Mm. <laughs> Who do you reckon that's going to be? Any inkling? Zero. Nothing. If you could take a guess. I'll find out, though. No, I'll find out. Hmm. I'll come back to you with some solid intel on that one. Who, he had. Uh, he, well, he was meant to have Ash Walsh last year, wasn't he? But that ended up being changed at the last minute through the COVID side of things. Ash couldn't travel. Right. can't remember who Who's he's an accountant now? now, is Ashley? Ashley's that? an accountant. Not yeah, easy for him to go and do time. two or three weeks of, of decompression. Yeah, right. I'm going to look that up, and we'll move on to yeah. Premier Racing because they've got yeah. another two big glaring. Who's going here? You got Crispy with no one yet, and Gary Jacobson also with no one. What's the uh, what's the the jungle drum? Well, one saying? of them. We know that Cameron Hill, who was not named as the uh, the co-driver with Lounsey, because of course he's in the Triple Eight Super Two team. We know that he drove Chris Pither's, I think, and Gary's car. Did he not, Stevie J? Did Cameron Hill drive? You were there. Did Cameron Hill drive? On the uh, day that there was the John the Johnson trifecta, yeah, he he drove in. Uh, was it Chris's and car. Gary's, or I'm, just Gary's? I'm, I'm not sure exactly. But they they looked like they were siphoning all through the subway car, but I'm right. not 100% sure exactly. All I can tell you, Nimsy, is that uh, uh, there there were some names on their list at the start of the year that they really were really hoping for, um, and I'm not sure. David they... Wall, David Wall. There we Sorry. go. Sorry. Do you think David Wall? No, David Wall. Um, With Jack Smith? He took over the seat from Ash Walsh when he could. Did. Last year. There you go. He did very good memory. Good work. Very. Thanks, Google. <laughs> 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 uh, and I, um, I think you might find with Chris Pither, you might find. No, I can't say it. Okay. Okay. Oh, you can't do that. No, I can't say it. Yeah, we don't want to, We don't want any more letters at the eleventh hour saying, "Um, any chance we could make Can that I disappear again?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just slip me a note and I'll say it? No. All right, <laughs> one last one. One last. Ooh, he's got one. the tissues at me. He's looking, he's looking off at the screens. Going, I'm just going to ignore my co-host. Can you turn well, him off, Nims? One last one. <laughs> 
Um, so for Matt Stone Racing, we should have asked Matty Stone about this, but Jack LeBrock yeah. and uh, Toddy Hazelwood sure. don't have anyone yet. No, a lot of Super 2 kids are going to get a, going to get a, and potentially Porsche people are going to get, yep. get a call up here, aren't they? If that's the case, well, there's so going to be a lot Cam of carnage Hill's on the mountain. Guys, <laughs> I mean, we obviously spoke about him just before, but mm. Cam Hill's one of those guys that mm. I think, you know, should get a mm. run. There's other young guys like Joe Harry Robotham, Jones. Harry Jones. Um, you know, there's there's quite a few good young guys that, that you know, I mean, you know, even someone like Nash Morris is, who's doing Super 2, you know, like they're all doing good miles. So, you mm. know, it's just depending on... Money. Who, what, where, and Colin Ash. Yes. Oh, Charlie's Charlie. brother. Charlie Ash. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Ash. and Colin. And as we as we roll into the wild cards here, you got Craig Lance mm. and Declan Fraser teaming up together in the triple eight wild card. Richie Stanaway. You, and you got that. Well done, Matt. Did you. I get that? Oh, I did too. Yes, you certainly did. Week. Thank you. Survey says, correct. And... <laughs> And um, Richie Stadaway teams up with Greg Murphy in the Erebus Motorsport wildcard. Oh. And then we get to the interesting point here. Uh, Michael Anderson, oh. uh, old angry, in uh, the X. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. We're getting that. You need to find a soundbite, Nimsy, with something from angry. Angry Anderson. Like uh, a bit of rose tattoo action, something of that. That's what we need. Yes. To lead up to the mountain. So, um, so old mate. Um, <laughs> Our, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, so he is going to be in the Anderson Motorsport X DJR Mustang. Now, like yeah. we pointed out, it is not a Dick Johnson Racing entry. It is just mm. one of their old cars. So when do you right. when do you do your seat fitting, Stevie J, in your first test of that? Uh, or maybe you've even already done your first test. Have oh. I? When you did the Johnson's squared. Oh, triple. no, I didn't drive it that day. Don't drive it. it. Maybe Dick's going to drive it. Mm. DJ. I don't know. I was looking at the front of that suit. I don't reckon that's going to get a run. (laughs) As a a side note. Dad goes, I will drive it as long as we can do a pit stop within a safety car so we don't go down a lap. As as a side note, though, I did love how Dick had the open face helmet still. Yep. (laughs) So good. You got a you got a bit of flush of blood through the front of the face too, like old days. Very good. So, uh, yes, the Angry Anderson Motorsport TBA... I'm still putting my $10 down at the TAB on one Stevanio Johnson. Okay. Okay. Watch this space. he's still fit, ladies and gentlemen. He's still looking fit. <laughs> hey, just... I've got some Arnott Scotch fingers in here, I Maddie. did notice you brought in a bit of nosh tonight. Yeah. But anyway, I, yeah. I, Nothing better than a what, Scotch finger. And I tell you, I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're the Scotsman, <laughs> yeah. um, I got a I, – I, I just, hmm. if I'm the commercial manager of Anderson Motorsport, I know where I'm going to get my co-driver. Hmm. Let's uh, have a quick comment. Because you know you're not going to win it, right? And you know you're not going to get a super top gun for right now. So why wouldn't you go? You've got you've got a Johnson. He's He's got a beanie's bonnet about doing the Bathurst 1000. He's got a Johnson car. Why wouldn't you pick the Johnson boy to have a crack? You do if make a I'm lot of sense. If I'm his commercial manager, sense. I'm going to Steve. I'm serious. Like I, we can all we can all waffle and and jive and all that sort of stuff. But if I'm looking at who's going to be might on even the market, get more, uh, you might get more nosh, more more you, dosh. Well, you might, but you might even get more insider help from the team you bought it off. Uh, these are these are all the reasons. And I tell you now, folks, he, he is one of my best mates, but he hasn't told me. He wouldn't put me in that position, and I won't put him in that position. I'm just going to openly talk like he's not in the studio and say, oh, I think it's him. It's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. We'll wrap it all up with some loose ends right after this. 
This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Welcome back to the driver's seat, and we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. A couple of loose ends before we uh, hit the bricks here, but uh, SVG has been, you want to talk about living your best life. How, like, his year has just been absolutely stellar at the moment. First off, he... Well, he's leading the championship. Then he's absolutely spanked the ARC competition in his first time ever in a in a rally car. And now he's made his Le Mans debut. Not bad. Uh, can drive. Can drive. And I think is he, he's in a Ferrari, is he not, Stevie J? Yeah, he is in a Ferrari. Oh, I mean, this is one of his dreams, I believe, is to do... Is to do this race. And um, it was why we didn't see him in the TA2 or the Trans Am car at SMP, Stevie J, because he was in Monaco and then he was over doing some testing in the uh, in the Ferrari. And what a sensational opportunity. He's always wanted to do it. He's with a, he's with a, um, a Ripper team and he's going to be... I, I'm, I'm super pumped for him. I think he's got good teammates in Sam Bird and, and um, Felipe Fraga. Am I right in saying Le Mans is on stand this year? Ooh. Ooh. I have to check Isn't that. Stan having a crack? Stan's having a big crack. Big crack. Yeah. Oh, my and God. Really oh, I love Indy it. car. So, and... Am I right, Nimsy? You are absolutely yes. spot on, and you can get a free 14-day trial with Stan. Uh, all you got to do is head to stan.com.au. <laughs> you can actually yeah. get a 30-day trial if you've got two different... Um, you know, you're not two r- different email addresses. <laughs> you're actually, you're actually right. <laughs> but yeah, get amongst it. Uh, it's actually a 30-free day so, uh, trial from Stan. <laughs> yep. A thirty a thirty free trial. Thirty day thirty free day trial. free trial. Yeah. We're great at English. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should have stayed in school longer. So, um I gotta say, if you haven't jumped on stand do you I'll be a bit Molly Meldrum, do <laughs> yourself a favor. Uh jump on and get the get a free trial of Stan Sport because it is mega. I it love is, it. It is well worth every single dollar you do, I can tell you. Have that you got too. rid of KO now? No. No, you still got KO? Still got KO. No, still yeah, got, still got KO because you've got to have supercar. Mm. So still NF1. on KO, uh, NF1, yeah, and, and all that kind of super bikes. Whereas on Stan, I get uh, I get Speed Series, I get Le Mans, I get um, World Rally, World Rally IndyCar. IndyCar. And we haven't talked about IndyCar, but so oh, good. what a race. <laughs> yep. I mean, seriously. Belle Isle, Detroit. I mean, look, I, I saw a bit of a thing on, on Fast Daily during the week saying, is Formula One better than IndyCar? And people were writing, oh, IndyCar's just a domestic open wheel series and blah, 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 blah. Well, I, how, I did I, how did I go again, Matthew? Blah, <laughs> oh, they need to wrap that one a little bloody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I don't care whether you, you go to, if you go to 15 countries or 18 countries or whatever it is and you put on 18 boring races and then you get 18 races around the United States alone, you don't go outside the United States, but they're sensational races. Sorry. At the end of the day, that's your open wheel thing for me. You could take Indy cars to all the tracks that Formula One go to, and they would put on a ten times better race. Totally, I think you could go I to think Spa, totally. put on I mean, an unbelievable race. I could go to Willpower on the weekend, Azerbaijan, and put on a sensational oh, race. Absolutely. Saudi, they could put on a sensational. Imagine? imagine that would be so good. I mean, on the weekend, Willpower started sixteenth, sixteenth, and won. When was the last time someone in Formula One started sixteenth? And one. Is there 16 cars in Formula 1? No. <laughs> is there? It's not S5000. I think there is. Oh, big talk about S5000. Is there? Yeah. It's not an off-track update, but I believe this will be it. Done. Yep. Do you I reckon they're going to sell the cars are they gonna, another country? Are they going to be in Adelaide? 
Um, it might be. It might be. It will be cool if they are. It's but, a shame because um, it's it's cool to watch. They're cool to yeah. watch, but we need 30 of them. And then yeah, eight, eight just don't cut it. Eight don't cut it. And 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 if you're any other category and you rolled up with eight, call it mini challenge, call it production car, call it Formula Ford, you'd be bounced mm. yeah. out the door. See you later, mate. When you can put on a show, come back. But because it's involved with um, the ARG group, it gets a charity pass. And the cars and the drivers I have a little stand bit alone. Like super Utes get with supercars. A hundred percent sensational. But. Again, you got to remember with supercars and super utes, supercars listen to the crowds yep. and they put a V8 in them. And the racing in super utes, which when they've got a full field, there's like 16 of them. It's mint. It's great fun. Um, but when that you tail and bend to, round at, at, of the V8 super utes is still one of my favorite ones. Yeah, like, it was, was sensational, uh, right? Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, conceptually, uh, a, a, a Formula, an S5000 car is a, to coin a phrase, sick bit of kit. <laughs> but unfortunately, when there's eight of them with varying degrees of driver talent, it is, it's a snooze fest and it's got to go. So I believe there's lots of talk about it getting sold into another country. Interesting. See, a, well, in the we'll, words of Steve Johnson, see ya, mate. <laughs> see well, ya, mate. Well, maybe we'll follow that up in next week's Off the Track update. Uh, one last one too. I know we get a lot of uh, people up north in Queensland that do listen to the driver's seat, but if you want to get your motorsport fix, uh, the Coolie Rocks on... Festival uh, kicks off tomorrow or today, depending on uh, whether you, when you're listening to this, the 8th of June. Um, and it's going to on throughout the streets of uh, and parks and venues of Cool and Gatter on the Gold Coast. And there's going to be live music and heaps of activities for the family. But if you're one of those Malcolm Owens types, you can check out the show and shine that's going to be an offer there. Yeah. Car runs, some awesome hot rods and even custom vehicles in Customville. Very, very cool stuff. And, it's, and also at the same time, I've mentioned this before, but it's great to see these things coming back. How good is oh, it? Oh, look, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Cooley Rocks On's a bit of an institution. Um, uh, great for the area, great for tourism. If you've got an eagle eye, you might even spot the uh, the Mrs. Mac and Mr. Mac rolling around. I think we're going to go down and have a look as well and check them all out. Check out the cool bits of kit and the Elvises and all the bits and pieces. Obviously, Elvis being, uh, being very topical right now with the release <laughs> of the new movie. Um, so, yes, um, we, we are going to go down there on Sunday. So if you're on the GC or northern New South, or if you feel like jumping on a plane, come up to Cooley Rocks because it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. And the weather's going to be good for once. It's Queensland. going on. It'll be, it, it wraps up uh, on at the end of the week. So make sure yes. you pop on down. It should be a lot of fun. Mm. But if you do want more information, head to CooleyRocksOn.com. But uh, that about wraps up another big edition of The Driver's Seat. We'll be back again live on your radios next Wednesday. Nim's eye, mm -hmm. might I say, yes. community announcement here. If you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, oh yes, oh get down and see it. Oh, one hundred percent. Do you agree, Mister Azor? I, I had uh, date night on Sunday night. Oh, you did. You, did you I see? Went and saw it. Outstanding. It's great, isn't it? What a great man! You got to don't wait. To, oh, I'll just sit at home and I wait for it to come on. No on early release Fox movies. No, no, no. Get down there. Get, get amongst your popcorn. It. Get your big, big glass of Coke, and if you like Mrs. Mac, a nice whitey. Nice white wine. Oh, we went to golf class, so yeah. I had beers and free had wine. Oh, as Nimsy throws champers. on the opening sequence, right? Just how good! What was an it? outstanding oh. movie. Standalone could have been a standalone movie. Yeah, could have been standalone. He's fantastic. Movie. Go and see it. Do yourself a favour, and while you're at it too, if you haven't seen the original Top Gun, you can catch yeah. that on Stan.
You can. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Yes, oh. I took the Little Max uh, and we watched that before we went and watched the big one. Yes. So, so uh, very, very good. I think we're covering all bases there. Yes, anyway, right, right. we we'll suddenly become movie people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, join us next week when Dave and Margaret will uh, uh, read or preview Hidden Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to have a. I need to have a smoker's voice if I'm Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> Go and see it. It's just a great movie. <laughs> but yes, we'll be back same time next week with the driver's seat, and uh, we'll be back live in your radios, which will mean more of your texts and more of this. Look, everyone, it's an AU Falcon. <laughs> we'll see you next week on the driver's seat. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.